Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Adult Meets Disney podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Happy to have you all with me for another day. Today, we have so much to get through. The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special has been up on Disney Plus for a few days now. There's a lot going on about Splash Mountain. Close date has been coming up as it's going to make its transition to Tiana's Bayou Adventure. There has been some stories going around about the potential of the Florida legislature changing its mind on the whole Reedy Creek thing, but that feeds into where I wanted to start today, which is just the ongoing rumor mill associated with Disney now that Bob Iger is back in the driver's seat after Chapek was booted a few weeks ago. And two big rumors that did come about because of this, one being that Disney was, of course, going to sell to Apple. This has been probably the biggest rumor that's been out there, as well as the potential of Disney spinning off ESPN. Wanted to start, though, with talking about Apple. Now, this is all out of The Hollywood Reporter, and The Hollywood Reporter is saying that this is still a possibility, even though Iger was point-blank asked about this during a uh, the town hall that happened last week. He said when asked, is Disney going to sell to Apple? His response was, well, that's just speculation and that there are no acquisitions currently being planned during this time. That's not exactly what he was asked. He was asked if they're going to sell to Apple. He didn't really answer the question. I mean, he he took the political CEO way of answering it by saying, well, it's just speculation. So there was no outright denial that it was going to happen. But it's still incredibly, incredibly unlikely that that is going to happen. Yes, that he did sit on the board for Apple via Pixar for, I want to say, almost eight years. But that that's just what CEO doesn't. Who, who out there doesn't have that? So I don't really think it's a high probability. Now, can it happen? Like, in some reality, could this occur? Yeah, in some reality, it could occur. But I don't think it's necessarily a high probability that it is going to occur. Additionally, let's take a step back and say what would what would happen. Let's speculate that this would happen. Apple TV Plus, it is that is a minor player in the whole streaming world against certainly Disney, Netflix. It's a minor character, still is competition, still can be viewed as competition. And the potential merger, and this goes back to something that we said a few few weeks ago. The potential merger of Disney with Apple or the acquisition of Disney by Apple would that would have such a tremendous amount of pushback from the government with the SEC and other filings and Department of Justice and so on. So one thing that was speculated was that maybe the two companies will just kind of sit back and wait for after 2024. Let's see if a new administration is elected in the 2024 presidential election. And maybe this new administration, if Joe Biden happens to lose, maybe this is a more friendly time to look into something like this. It could, again, highly improbable. Don't see this as a possibility. Also, would Apple really want everything that Disney has? Like, would Apple want to run Disney World? Would Apple want to manage a cruise line? I don't I don't see this as something that a tech company wants to really get involved with. 
I don't. I, I don't see Apple being like, hey, let's build a cruise ship. I think that there might be the potential of outfitting existing cruise ships with Apple tech, but not running one. What makes more sense is that Apple would want the IP. Apple wants Disney's library, again, in this theoretical speculation-only example, Apple would want Disney's IP. That library would be good for Apple TV+. They could just transition everything over there, or just run it all through Disney Plus as a, as a part of Apple TV+. And they could probably put it on all of their devices, so iPhone, they could put it on that, it could help bolster content. So maybe... Maybe the ultimate thing we might be looking at here is that Disney potentially sells off a portion of itself, pick any part of its IP area, sell that off, especially if they need a quick influx of cash. If they need money, that might be the way to do it, but that is a mighty big if, and again, highly doubt that it's going to happen. So let's look at the second one, which was Disney looking to spin off, aka sell, ESPN. And again, this is from the same article in The Hollywood Reporter. And it noted that Disney did bring in over $8 billion in revenue via its linear networks in fiscal 22, which we mentioned back in our show, talking about the end-of-year report. And there is a plus. There is a plus to having ESPN. It does bring in money, ad revenue associated with all those sports. Now, ESPN does have a ton of money invested in the broadcasting rights for various sports. I want to say somewhere in the area of, I believe the, the report was, $44.9 billion through 2027. And in cost per year alone, Major League Baseball was $550 million through 2028. Hockey, NHL, $400 million through the 27-28 season. And $470 million for the college football playoff through 25-26. Let's put a pin in that one. I want to come back to college football. The two big ones, in terms of most expense, NBA, basketball, $1.4 billion per year. Remember, this is all per year through 24-25. And NFL, so football, $2.6 billion through 2033, which is basically Monday night football. It's pretty much it because Amazon has Thursday night, Fox, CBS, NBC have Sunday. So that's Monday night football in all reality. The big one here to pay attention to, though, is college football. Like we said before, ESPN will be the sole place to watch SEC football. So schools like Florida, Alabama, LSU, Tennessee, that will be the only place to do it. Currently, I believe it's on CBS. That is now changing. It will go to to Disney, so ESPN is going to get it. That is going to be worth a ton of money. What's going to be worth more money is the expanded college football playoff. So college football, as of last week, has, has expanded. So the playoff structure in college football, Division I college football right now is just four teams. Starting in 2024, that will expand to 12 teams. Okay? 12 teams means a ton of money is going to be possible here. That was the big reason that a lot of the corporations, the bowl games, didn't want to cave into it. They now have. With the expansion of the college football playoff to 12 teams, that is going to result in a ton of potential revenue for ESPN. So there's a lot of money coming up in the future and a lot of money that's already been invested and they can't cancel it. The problem is 
people are dropping cable. I think in the last two years, uh, I saw a report that said that around 10 million people dropped ESPN through cord cutting. But more people are picking up ESPN Plus as part of the bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. So the key play for Disney to make would be to transition the broadcast rights to the streaming rights. And this is something we brought up on our earnings call show a few weeks ago, that currently ESPN has the rights to broadcast, so cable. What they should do is get the rights to stream it to ESPN+. More people are going to go to streaming as they get away from cable, because cable is just too expensive and it's not worth it. So if we get more streaming rights, put them on ESPN+, there's an opportunity to engage more consumers and make more money. So while ESPN is poised to make a ton of money in the next few years, I don't think spinning it off makes sense, because the argument of, well, less and less people are getting cable doesn't really hold when you can say, well, we have ESPN+. Let's see if there's any room in those contracts to renegotiate and get streaming rights, much like what Amazon has for Thursday Night Football, get streaming rights, plop them on ESPN Plus to all those events, and slowly start to transition people away from cable onto ESPN Plus. And if ESPN Plus is going to be your flagship as cable goes away, well then just sell off ESPN, the cable channel, and keep ESPN Plus. Maybe that will be the way to go. But as of right now, I don't foresee either of those things, the sale to Apple or the spinoff of ESPN, to be really practical for the reasons that we cover. The other thing that comes up with the whole now that Iger's back, the potential of the reversal of the Reedy Creek decision from back in, I think it was March, when that happened. So what happened here was that you can go back, we did a whole show on it, You're probably familiar with it, but Reedy Creek is a special district in Florida. It's where Disney World is, and it basically allows them to act as their own self-government. The state of Florida dissolved or passed a resolution to dissolve Reedy Creek out of a whole mess that I'm not even going to bother to get into. But a story came out that said that that the state of Florida may take steps to reverse some of the, or potentially adjust some of the issues around the resolution to dissolve Reedy Creek. A spokesperson for Governor uh, Ron DeSantis has come out and said, look, DeSantis isn't taking U-turns. We're not going to change this in any way. Let's be real here. Disney has an ocean of money invested in Florida. And Florida has so much depending upon Disney as a massive employer and driver of the state's economy. This is a synergistic, symbiotic relationship. They have to keep each other happy. Everything that happened with Reedy Creek was probably, again, this is just an opinion, it, it, it had to be a political stunt to gain money for Ron DeSantis for his campaign because he was running to be reelected governor, which he won. And there's the potential that he wants to run for president in 2024. So I have no idea if this whole Reedy Creek reversal is true or not. It was something that came out a few days ago. Uh, and some national reports have been a lot of local reports to Florida. So we'll see what happens. But I think if something does happen, it will probably be done quietly to not you know, generate a lot of political buzz 
because it's not necessary right now. And DeSantis got what he needed out of it. He got money. So we'll see what happens as far as that going forward. Okay, let's get away from the whole company money thing and talk about entertainment stuff. The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special dropped on Disney Plus the other week, and it's 45 minutes of pure holiday wholesomeness. That's the best I could say about it. It was wonderful. Mantis is the clear protagonist, and her and Drax, that duo is hilarious. They go to Earth to try to get Kevin Bacon as a gift for Peter, and it's hilarity ensues. We also get a cut, some reveals that Peter's blasters were a gift from Yondu for, for Christmas, and that Mantis is Peter's sister via Ego, so same dad. And now Peter has a living family member, so it's all great. There's no villain, there's no major struggle. It's a wholesome holiday movie. And it was great. It pulled on the heartstrings. It had the Guardians of the Galaxy humor. Some subtle nods to the future, like the Guardians purchased Nowhere. That's part of it. You know, honestly, between this and the other special feature that Marvel put out, so that was Werewolf by Night for Halloween. Excellent. Both special features were phenomenal. And that's something Disney should look into compared to these these TV shows, which all the Phase 4 shows, by and large, were not tremendous. There were moments, but nothing was great. A lot of good opportunity there. And there's rumors that that might be what's happening. That Marvel is looking at potentially adjusting the Disney Plus lineup for Phases 5 and 6 to do more special features than shows. Speaking of Guardians, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 trailer has dropped. Bring tissues. It looks like It's looking like Phase 5 might be a sad phase. There's rumors that Ant-Man, Scott Lang might die. There were a lot of tear-jerking moments in the trailer for Guardians. I think we might need to buckle up for a sad Phase 5. In any case, the Guardians holiday special is great. Totally recommend you check it out. I really enjoyed it. Like I said, 45 minutes of wholesome holiday fun. Best way I could sum it up. Okay, wanted to wrap up today's show talking about the Splash Mountain closure. Splash Mountain will close at Walt Disney World on January 23rd for its transformation into Tiana's Bayou Adventure, and it will reopen in late 2024. All I can say, as somebody who will not ride the ride, I have never ridden Splash Mountain. I don't intend to ride Tiana's, not for any other reason than I just don't like log rides. I don't like the big drops. I'm, I'm an expert bag holder in the park. I will hold many bags. I don't like riding a lot of a lot of things. So like that, um, Expedition Everest, won't do that. Tower Terror, can't do that. I also get really bad motion sickness. And let's be real, nobody needs that in their life. So as somebody who is not going to ride the ride, but still wants to see the best for the people that do, my hope is that they maintain some of the animatronics from Splash Mountain into Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Based on some of the concept art and some of the newer releases that have come out, it looks like they will, and it looks like it might be a combination of animatronics and projection mapping. If they do do animatronics of Tiana, I hope it is in the same vein as the Bell animatronic in Tokyo, as opposed to the Anna and Elsa animatronics from Frozen in Epcot. I believe that the Bell animatronic from Tokyo looks way better compared to the Anna and Elsa in Epcot. 
So I do hope that the animatronics stay and it's not all projection mapping. So if you want to ride Splash Mountain, make sure you get down there before the end of January to get that in because it will go away and become Tiana's Bayou Adventure by then. And that's everything that I have for everyone today. I know, short show, but we got a lot of stuff to get through. And we have a lot more coming up in the future. Maureen is back from her trip to Disney World. We have a whole thing coming up about what Epcot is like in the holidays, the Guardians layover, restaurant reviews from down there, as well as Mike and I being here for a Phase 4 Marvel review. So if you want to know when those shows come out, make sure you like and subscribe to the Adult Meets Disney podcast so you can tell when those episodes are going to be available. Until next time, everyone, I hope you have a magical day.